Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, October 2nd, 2022, and this is day 1656 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and we praise you and glorify you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for being that great comforter, for being our father, our leader, our guide, for directing our path and giving us your wisdom and your knowledge and understanding to live each day to the fullest. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Uh, Before I start, I don't want to forget this because the Lord has put it on my heart to make sure to share with you. I don't usually tell people if I'm going to be speaking or not, but the Lord wanted put it on my heart to share it today, that I will be uh, sharing the message today at our church. Uh, My pastor is Pastor Cynthia Kivett at Destiny Life Center. We're across the street from the Royals and Chiefs Stadium uh, on Blue Ridge. So please join us at 10 a.m. And the Lord has given me a message for his people. So I am looking forward to sharing that. So please stop by if you uh, desire. And if you feel led of the Lord to do so, you will not be sorry. (laughs) Okay, so today's message is, who's got your ear? Who are you listening to? Who gives you advice? Um, Who do you call on when things are you know, maybe not looking the best or what, you know, needing to know what should I do now? Well, let's learn a little bit more about what happened with Moses. He didn't even realize he needed advice, but the Lord knew and he sent his father-in-law Jethro. We're going to be coming out of Exodus chapter 18 verses 1 through 24. Exodus 18, verses 1 through 24. And it says, Now Jethro, the priest of Midian and father-in-law of Moses, heard of everything God had done for Moses and for his people, Israel, and how the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. Just think about it. It was probably one of the biggest news blasts that could have ever happened Uh, that went out throughout all the land to let people know what God did when he delivered the Israelites out of Egypt through Moses and his brother Aaron, but primarily through Moses and how they walked across the Red Sea on dry land, all these miraculous things that took place. Oh, you know, people were talking and everybody knew how God blessed them. And verse two says, after Moses had sent his sent away his wife Zipporah, his father-in-law Jethro received her and her two sons. One son was named Gershom, 
For Moses said, I have become a foreigner in a foreign land. And the other was named Eliezer. For he said, my father's God has my, was my helper. <laughs> he said, he saved me from the sword of Pharaoh. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, together with Moses' sons and wife, came to him in the wilderness, where he was camped near the mountain of God. Jethro had sent word to him, I, your father-in-law Jethro, am coming to you with your wife and your two sons. So Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed down and kissed him. They greeted each other and then went into the tent. Moses Moses told his father-in-law about everything the Lord had done to Pharaoh and the Egyptians for Israel's sake and about all the hardships they had met along the way and how the Lord had saved them. Jethro was delighted to hear about all the good things the Lord had done for Israel in rescuing them from the hand of the Egyptians. He said, praise be to the Lord who rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians and of Pharaoh and who rescued the people from the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all the other gods. You hear that? So Jethro in Midianite, where he was the head priest, or he worshipped idols. And because of Moses, he learned about the true and living God, the one and only true and living God. <laughs> See how God gets the glory. He gets the glory through all of us. You know, when he gets the glory, that means that we get to share in his glory by getting to know him. That's so awesome. And it says, uh, for he did this to those who had treated Israel arrogantly. Jen, then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought a burnt offering and other sacrifices to God. And Aaron came with all the elders of Israel to eat a meal with Moses' father-in-law in the presence of God. The next day, Moses took his seat to serve as judge for the people. And they stood around him from morning till evening. When his father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he said, what is this you are doing for the people? <laughs> Why do you alone sit as judge while all these people stand around you from morning till evening? I mean, have you ever, you know, needed to get some advice or, or needed to go buy something at a store or you're trying to get a ticket to a concert or going to just try to see a guest speaker and you're standing in line from morning till evening? That is just out of the question for me. <laughs> Moses answered him, because the people come to me to seek God's will. Whenever they have a dispute, it is brought to me and I decide between the parties and inform them of God's decrees and instructions. Moses' father-in-law replied, what you are doing is not good. <laughs> you and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. Listen now to me and I will give you some advice. And may God be with you. You must be the people's representative before God and bring their disputes to him. 
teach them his decrees and instructions and show them the way they are to live and how they are to behave. So he's saying teach them, show them, and how they should live and how to behave. But select capable men from all the people, uh, men who fear God, trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, tens, have them serve as judges for the people at all times, but have them bring every difficult case to you. The simple cases, they can decide themselves. That will make your load lighter because they will share it with you. Now, isn't this just like it is in the workforce? You've got, you know, you've got the president, you've got uh, different managers and you've got supervisors and, and you've got team leads. And so the hierarchy that takes place, isn't it just like this? And this is somebody that was in the wilderness <laughs> visiting his son in love and, and, and God blessed him with this wisdom to share with Moses. He says, verse 23, if you do this and God so commands, now you hear that he, he pivots and he says, if you do this, but seek God and, and make sure it's fine with him. So he says, and if God so commands, you will be able to stand the strain and all these people will go home satisfied. Mm, Glory to God. Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he said. And then it says down now, jump down to 27. Then Moses sent his father-in-law on his way and Jethro returned to his own country. Jethro had completed his task. God sent him there, not only to meet and greet his son in love, but to share some valuable information that would change not only his life, but all the community. There were over a million people there in the, that were delivered out of Egypt. So for him to get this advice, he would be able to spend more time now with his family rest, all those things. So point number one, have you ever been about going about a particular routine in your life that you do on a regular basis, not realizing that uh, there could be a better way, a more efficient way to do it? I was at a business conference last week and it was really a great conference put on by Hy-Vee. And it was for uh, Black-owned businesses. It was for women-owned businesses. It They gave out um, prizes. The top prize winner got $30,000 for their business pitch and di- idea. Uh, and then there were $5,000 winners. They had many workshops. It was absolutely one of the best conferences I've been to in a long time. So they had uh, one of the amazing speakers shared about how to prepare to do business with city, state, and federal entities, along with some basic networking advice. She said you should always have business cards with you to hand out to those you meet. She began to talk about how she's met so many people, you know, during the day and, and many did not have business cards. Now, this woman was from my era, around my age group. So in her her 60s or, or maybe early 70s. Um, 
And she was sharing uh, these things and how it is is very important to always have your business card. Otherwise, how are we going to reach back out to you uh, to follow up and give you this information? And of course, I agree because that's the era I grew up in. During our next session, I was talking to a young lady about her business. And, and I mean, she really caught my eye because she had an all pink and she had this cute little bag. And, and uh, I said, oh, I really like what you got on. And she goes, well, you know what? I, I design it. I sell these items on my website. I said, oh, my goodness, really? And I said, do you have a card so I can check it out? And she flipped her phone over and on the back of her phone case was her business name and other information and a QR code. She had me scan it and all of her information was on my phone at that point. I learned a great thing from that young lady that day. I knew about QR codes because we have them on our website. My daughter-in-law, when she designed it for us, put that there. And there's other ways to scan certain things. But to use that in the place of a business card, I had not seen before. Maybe you have, but I had not. Some of the things I learned from that young lady that day was innovation, uh, not being afraid to try new things, even though we're kind of, some of us get stuck in that old way. Nothing wrong with having business cards. I still have them, but I think it's really good to have that as a backup or in her case, the young lady's case, that was her primary mode of exchanging information. Because if you think about it, uh, nearly everybody on the planet has a cell phone. Second, uh, we're saving trees and the environment, You're not having to use so much paper and waste. Uh, third, saving money on printed business cards. Those things can add up. And fourth, uh, having an additional method to exchange information rather than a paper card. So you, you, it's almost like maybe, you know, we'll coexist or use both of them, both methods. And, and I, I just, I, I went away like, wow, if I didn't get anything else <laughs> from that conference because it was all good, but that was amazing to me because I don't, you know, the this... Uh, millennial uh, generation and uh, the generation uh, under them, they really, I think it's the Z generation, uh, they are the millennial, I think is also called the Z generation. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, and I'm actually talking a little bit about that today. <laughs> yeah, so no, there's Generation Z. Okay, so the millennials and then there's Generation Z. And um, and then and then the next generation that's after 2010 is called the alpha generation. But anyway, I learn a lot from that those generations and I don't take it lightly. And even out as I was networking, I talked to one of the the uh, main speakers and she, too, um, she had me uh, just scan or I took a picture of her information. I mean, it was just a lot of that going on where, where so many people were being more innovative, but to them, it was the norm. For me, <laughs> it was being innovative. Point number two, what new methodology is God showing you? Are you listening and taking action as Moses did? Many times we can get left behind because we refuse to yield to what God has given us to do.
it's time to give our ear to the Lord and truly hear his instructions and then take action. So I want to share this about my husband <laughs> and something that I'm seeing him just blossom in and and uh, from, you know, maybe a few months ago, just feeling like, what am I to do? You know, what am I supposed to be doing here? And after going through a lot of illness and back and forth and now in the hospital and things like that and almost nearly near death so many times and God saying, nope, I've got more things for you to do. And we had gotten in, into the habit of having every Sunday our kiddos are over and playing games and things like that. Well, that shifted and changed, especially during COVID. And then even after that, it's like everybody's got their own lives and doing different things now. So we don't get together like we used to. And uh, we still keep in touch and chat and all that. But uh, we understand and respect that uh, with our with our kids. Um, so my husband, after we we returned uh, from North Carolina I, I, from going to my dad's home going. He had passed away a few weeks ago. And, and we, one of the premier things that took place was getting together with family, getting to know my family members that I had not ever met, some of them. Some of them, I had not seen them since they were little. And just the fellowship every single day that we were there for five days. And that was just the highlight. And how we recognize, of course, that we're getting older and how important it is to know each other and fellowship with one another. So my husband decided, and I think that that kind of prompted him a bit, we were talking about it, to uh, get together more with his own siblings because they had not been doing that. And, you know, of course, it's because everyone has their own lives again, and we're spending time with our children and grandchildren, and some even have great-grandchildren. And he said, I really want to spend time with my siblings and have dinner together and things like that. Well, typically he would say it, and then I would plan. Well, I didn't. I didn't plan. I, I didn't even feel led to offer it. He just took the ball and he began to plan it. <laughs> and he took the time to send out a group text and ask everybody, you know, what would be a good time for everybody to meet and what restaurants would they like to meet at. And 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 even though he got a little flustered because he wasn't used to the fact of everybody having different ideas <laughs> and and how long he said, I didn't realize how long it could take just to come to a consensus on something. Like, yep, it does, because we're all different and everybody has their own, you know, schedules. And he said, yeah, I get that. So he scheduled it and, and he did it quickly. He didn't he didn't wait. He, he didn't let any grass like those saying, letting grass grow up under his feet. He literally within a week got that set and we met for dinner or, you know, early dinner yesterday. And everybody wasn't able to come, but there was six of us. And out of his siblings, there were three that were not able to make it. And so it was absolutely beautiful. And just to see his face light up, he was so happy. I had not seen him so happy in a long time. I mean, he's been very happy and thrilled. And, uh, but to see this 
different type of joy in him. And he was like, oh, honey, take pictures of us. Take, <laughs> And so it was like we were tourists or something, taking pictures of him and his sisters. And uh, it, it was just a very powerful time to see him. And 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 he even did something different of last week. He's really, he looks at these cooking shows all the time. And I'm wondering, when are you going to take action and cook some stuff? Well, he did. <laughs> last week made this amazing gourmet meal. Listen, let me just tell you, we are never too old to hear from God. We're never too old to make that pivot or shift as God is directing us. Heck, listen, Moses was um, old and up in age when he came to lead the the, um, children out of Egypt, the Israelites out of Egypt. I believe he was 80 uh, when he was used to do that, you know, so don't, don't let that hold you back. And, uh, even to the point of, you know, with my husband, you know, making sure everybody got together, making sure to pick up his sister who, you know, has a hard time walking and getting around and she moves very slow, but she, uh, she's got it, you know, and that's okay. And we were very patient and taking our time to pick her up as well. He said, I want to make sure she gets out of the house and and we fellowship with her because many times she's left out because, you know, maybe people don't want to pick her up. Sometimes her people are too busy. And so he wanted to make sure we carved out time to get her picked up and, you know, help her up her stairs and down the stairs, all those things. And, and, and anyway, I just want to encourage you. Uh, to do what it is that you hear God sharing with you. And God uses people. So many times it'll be through a person, just like he used Jethro, that will come and give you some advice. Don't take it lightly. Do what God is showing you to do. All right? This is your day. (laughs) Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. That, my friend, is the best advice anyone could ever give is to accept Jesus as your Savior. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate. You will be with Jesus for eternity. All right, I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. Learn more about what we're doing with our youth, teaching them all these various uh, life skills and career skills and human and sex trafficking awareness. We met yesterday. It was a wonderful time and looking forward to diving in deep into our new entrepreneurial group project. And that is designing and creating t-shirts to sell at pop-up shops or just as soon as we get our building. But in the meantime, just getting those designed and the kids are really excited. 
All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.